Welcome to the Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. We all have a product or a service that we offer, and we need to service clients or customers. You know, that's how business goes. There's got to be one side of offering and the other side of purchasing. But making sure everyone is taken care of, that takes time. And oftentimes, we put ourselves and our own business at the bottom of the list. Today, we're talking making time to work on your own business. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business. The actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. My list of things to do, even with a VA, is a mile long. I'm definitely, at some points, I look and I'm, I'm leaving money on the table, but you know, I'm just moving forward with what I can handle right now. Uh, you know, I always put my clients and what I've committed to first, you know, and it's a good policy in theory um, until you have so many clients that the time is used up or an unexpected emergency arises that steals the time that you allotted for yourself. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately as I'm building out my course and my funnel. You know, when going through the process myself, I'm aware of the intensity of the commitment. You know, I'm making time for inspiration, writing copy, refining copy, revisiting and tweaking ideas, pulling from my client experiences to further adjust my content and to make additions. You know, I go through this same process with others every week, but it's so much more energetic when you turn the lens on yourself. You know, I'm responsible for every revelation, every brainstorm, every aspect that gets created. So I feel you people, those of you out there who are creating at this moment, I'm with you. But I'm feeling reflective because I missed a self-imposed deadline on my course that I set for myself. You know, and this is hard for me to admit. You know, it wasn't because I was binge watching Netflix and, you know, honestly, I'm so behind on some of those shows that other people are scarfing down. But, you know, I'm running late because I'm creating other businesses. So, you know, again, this brings me joy, but there are times when it gets to be all consuming. And it's actually one of the reasons that service providers like me turn to creating a course, like courses and memberships provide a way to work with more people than one-to-one, you know, to make an impact with your work on a larger scale. So I'm not actually too far off from the goal I set. When all is said and done, I'll be, you know, about a week past my date, which, which really is okay. You know, I'm working on being easier on myself. I carry a lot with me because I'm supporting others and I take my calendar pretty seriously. But I am committed to getting this work out to the world. And, you know, I find that 
because of all of my client commitments, you know, at times I work slower on my own forward movement. So, you know, again, kindness to self. And since almost all of my work is brand content and course and membership development, you know, I'm constantly working within my realm. And, you know, from that, I'm gaining valuable insights. So, you know, I'm not just hanging out on the couch or, you know, taking jobs just to do like, you know, I am working within a space that is influencing me, but still, you know, I've made some big strides in my own personal workflow. So, you know, I could get to my, get myself to this point and, you know, I need to keep going. I need to get there for my own, you know, my own sanity at this point, but I want to share with you today some of the things that I do and, you know, hopefully that helps you take a look at your own workflow. So here's some things I've been doing to keep my progress. You know, first, you got to have a system. You know, you've got to have a system for the work that you need to complete. You know, your system can be to-dos for your project. And, you know, and it can take many forms from like project management software to checklists, or it could be a course that you're following along with. You know, a clear system helps you stay focused on the tasks you need to complete. And without it, you may be jumping from task to task or working less efficiently and wasting a lot of your precious time. So part of my system is listing out all the items that I need. You know, what's included in the course? What are the components of the sales page? What are the different pieces of the sales funnel? These questions help you get to the step-by-step of each larger piece. So, you know, none of that is earth shattering. It's pretty standard, but it, it needs to be mentioned in the, in the broader piece of this conversation. So, you know, you get your systems, start listing out your tasks. But for me, I then build in inspiration time, you know, and for my current project, this was about two weeks. Yes, two weeks. You know, I challenged myself with books and notes that I've collected over time. You know, I put, I took that personal development course that I had for two years and had never done. You know, I answered all the questions. I dug in to whatever felt right at the time. Felt, you know, whatever felt, what I felt that I needed at the time. And, you know, this inspiration time, it's about getting yourself thinking and opening up your mind and your creative ideas And then applying them to the project or the program that you're currently developing. You know, I wrote and I wrote and I let myself flow at this time. And and this is a really important step because I said earlier, all of this work, it becomes the basis for the other items that are on your task list. So, you know, these inspiration sessions, you are creating what you're going to put on your sales page, in your funnel, in your course modules. You know, these inspiration writing sessions help you map out ideas, position your offer, and earmark language that's going to resonate with your audience. So it's a time to develop your philosophy and how you want to communicate. You know, and I know, I get it. This is hard to do on your own. You know, I do these inspiration sessions with my clients because they often tell me like they can't do them on their own. Even with a given set of questions, people don't let themselves expand on the ideas all the time. But I tell you, if you can develop this muscle, it will help you with everything that you work on. 
here's the other thing about these inspiration sessions. When you ask yourself the right questions for your brand and your product, these really become the loose outline for all the other items you need to create. I mean, think about it. You are or should be using the same language in multiple places for your marketing. You know, it's the reinforcement of ideas to the customer. So for instance, you know, parts of your sales funnel, you know, that is echoing what's on your sales page or what you've mapped out for your course or membership is also used in various ways on the sales page. So yes, you know, I gave myself two weeks or so to do this and I found that setting aside time each day, you know, that helped to keep things fresh. I was able to pick up where I left off. I was able to flow through so many ideas and components because I really, I wasn't having large gaps in between the time that I was working on it. And these inspiration sessions, I want to know, are not about being done. There is time to refine these ideas after that. But these sessions, they give you the starting point for all of the content tasks. All right. So we talked about system. We talked about inspiration sessions. And, you know, next up is the schedule time to build out all the pieces. So, you know, I just said how I worked a little bit every day on my inspiration sessions. And we've talked about time blocking as a way to get things done. You know, time blocking, scheduling in time on your calendar where you can work on your business. You know, it's it's time that clients can't book. It's time that you are setting aside for yourself. So this spring, I started waking up early and using the morning time before my kids were up and my client day began to get things done. You know, that to me in my busy spring time, I was able to make time every day. You know, once I made up my mind to start getting up at six in the morning and work from six to seven thirty. I had that hour and a half, sometimes even longer, to give my full attention, you know, to applying what I wrote in those inspiration sessions and refining it and building out solid content. It's funny because a woman I know was saying that she's been setting aside 20 minutes a day to work on her course. <laughs> and I love the habit she's created, but to me, that's just not long enough. You know, this longer time frame, you know, it's allowing you to sink into what you're doing each day, you know, allowing you to get into the flow of writing and you end with accomplishment because one and a half to two hours, you know, that's a good chunk of time to get things done. So, you know, I realized that I've extended my day by starting work so early. And my goal as an entrepreneur is not to work all the time. But at this point, while I build something new and while I transition from full-time one-on-one, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to find that time early and, and use it. And I also, it works for me right now because that time is the time that I had available to me based on all of my other commitments. And I'm just going to say that I've enjoyed this habit. <laughs> I've actually enjoyed getting up early. You know, it's completely my time to work on my own ideas. And I'm creating some epic work during this time. You know, I love how I've released into it and really let my personality come through in my approach. I love how I've truly stepped into my own with how I approach my business and my philosophy. And, you know, I'm owning it and it is good. And when you feel this way, 
it's energizing. You know, my husband, he doesn't understand how I like to work on this morning and night. You know, and I've danced around with so many things before in the past, and this one feels right. So where can you find time in your day, you know, to work on your vision for the future? Because that's what it is, right? You know, it's your ideas, it's your book or your course. It's how you want to bring your expertise and your story to the world. So I believe that we all need to spend some time doing our work, proving our theories and methods, getting results, helping others, making an impact. But if you have a vision for more, whatever form that takes, you have to start making the time to move yourself closer to that goal. And with that notion, here's what I'm doing next. And this is the big scary thing for me. Um, I'm pulling back this summer. I'm making my business a priority for July and August. It's like the counterbalance to spring of so much client work that I'm limiting what I take on so that I can move my vision for the future forward. You know, I've come to realize that I really do want to shift what I do. You know, I launching my course is the vision I have for my business. And I love working with clients and I'm not going to stop that. You know, I believe they challenge me and they help me keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening in my industry. And I actually love helping them grow their businesses. But, you know, if I don't start putting more time into my own course path, it's just going to take me forever to get there. And yes, I'm long game, but I'm ready now. I'm ready to do this. So I've got to loosen up a little bit to expand. You know, it's scary. I had to have some hard conversations. I had to unravel from some relationships. And I have to hold the boundary that I've set. You know, I talk about boundaries in a previous episode. And, you know, those are hard things to do sometimes. This is the pullback to move forward for me. And I'm at a point in my business where this is the best plan. Like this is the best way for me to meet my goals. You know, leaping and leaps happen at every stage of business. So it's funny how, you know, things settle into their time frame. You know, we've talked a lot about astrological influences here. Um, go back to episode 41 of Mercurial Energy with Shauna Angel Blue. So at this time, right now, we are coming out of a Mercury retrograde. And when this episode airs, we're going to be completely out of the Mercury shadow. Those are the days after the retrograde where the energy is still influential. But according to Shauna, now that we've come out of this retrograde, we have a two-month period where creativity and self-care is paramount. I mean, look at how the universe works. You know, the retrograde time was full of turmoil with my decision-making about my time overall and where I was choosing to spend my energy. And after, like, I had put this shift into motion and decided to do this, you know, I learned about these two months that are going to energetically support my creative endeavors. You know, it's, it's all about beauty right now with Venus, but you know, bringing beauty to what we do in so many different ways. And it's so interesting because I'm at a point where my content is done and I'm now onto the designing point. So like, I need to beautify everything right now. And I love seeing how these astrological concepts play out. You know, it really is this divine timing. And 
everything happens to you in your own right time. So as entrepreneurs, we're always being pulled between serving our clients and our customers and doing things for ourselves. You know, it's the forever struggle. How do we work on our own business? You know, I haven't met one entrepreneur who hasn't tussled with that question at some point. And the answer, the answer is you figure it out in the way that works for you. The piece that you've really got to know and be attached to is knowing what's important to you because that's going to guide you. Knowing where you want to go. What is your vision? When you know those items, then you can take the next steps. And then you're making sure that you take action that supports getting you there to fulfilling your vision. You know, and at times, these can just be baby steps along the way. And other times, they can be these more drastic feeling leaps that you take. But you've got to keep your vision front and center. Stay focused on your vision. Know where you're going and keep moving in that direction. All right. I'm going to leave you with that this week. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.